Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and pets and plants that are important to you. I wanted to speak briefly about the two mass shootings that happened 10 days apart. I'm talking about the incidents in Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas. That I have to even cite the locations of these specific incidents, if only because they may be confused with other mass shootings that may have happened between the time I'm recording this and when you're listening to it, only speaks to the horror that occurs far too frequently in America. My heart goes out to everyone affected, either directly or indirectly, by these two terrible events. The United States is not a monarchy, and, and I am not a king, but if I were, my first law would be to make every firearm illegal. I don't often use the word hate, but I, I hate guns. I, I, I do. I, I don't have anything else to say other than if you live in America and you are of legal age and status to vote and you'd like to see significant changes made in regard to gun control in the USA and you're as frustrated as I am about this, I, I implore you to please, please, please pay attention and vote accordingly. You're listening to the People Are the Enemy podcast. I'm the host of the show. My name is Andy Mascola. There are no ads on the People Are the Enemy podcast, and there is no Patreon set up for it. The only thing I've ever asked of listeners is if you love the show and if you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some quality literature, please consider purchasing one or two of my books. I'm the author of nine novels that are all currently available worldwide in both paperback and ebook formats via Amazon. If you like ebooks but you don't use Amazon, you can find and purchase all nine of my novels at Google Play. Just search my last name, which is spelled M-A-S-C-O-L-A. That's how you'll find me on Google Play. If you prefer paperbacks but you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my titles in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com, bn.com if you're tight on time. If you've already purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way... Here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 230 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Thanks for spending time. And speaking of time, we don't have a lot of it. I was on vacation last week, so I don't have a lot to report. Uh, I <clears throat> Excuse me. I did have a good time. I went away with my family. I read some great books. We did some outdoorsy things, and uh, and we had a, we uh, had a nice time. I'm going to hand things over right now to our friend Rachel from Des Moines with the chart chat. Here it is. Take it away, Rachel. Thanks, Andy. Hello, and welcome back to Rachel's Chart Chat for another week. Thanks to everyone who listened last week. It seems our discussion of the group Fanny was very auspicious, as they just got a big profile in the New York Times by Mark Yarm, and they have a documentary coming out soon or now from filmmaker Bobby Joe Hart. 
So thanks to Mary Jones in particular for getting people hyped to listen and learn more about the pioneering all-female rock band Fanny from California, USA. Mary recommends their album Charity Ball from 1971. I also got some nice messages from Eric at the Uncola FM, and he's a fellow chart fanatic, and he has his own DJ show on Twitch and on Mixcloud, and he also writes about music at theuncolafm.com. Really great to meet and connect with you. For our 70s chart this week, we are turning to May 18th of 1974, and the 100 spot is Frank Sinatra with his cover of Jim Croce's Bad Bad Lee Roy Brown, Down from a Peak of 83. And this was on his album uh, called Some Nice Things I've Missed. And those are all pop songs from 71 to 73. So he's kind of catching up with things that came out in his quote unquote retirement. And when I listen to this, it kind of puts me in mind of when William Shatner would cover songs, even though Sinatra is legitimately singing and Sinatra or, and Shatner was doing spoken word. But it just kind of has that same not you're not quite getting it, man, kind of feel. At number 99, we have Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass with their song Fox Hunt. This would go on to hit number 84, and it kind of just sounds like a pretty standard Herb Alpert and the TJB song, but I just included it because it made me realize that it was kind of odd to hear one of their songs in the 70s chart. And when you look at their discography, they were just cranking out the tunes in the, the 60s. And you know, any crate digger could tell you they had so many albums that came out, but then it just kind of, it wasn't happening for them in the 70s. Uh, and, and not until 1979 with the song Rise. Nothing more to say than that, but it's just another fine song from them. At number 88, we have The Impressions with I'm a Changed Man, in parentheses, finally got myself together. And The Impressions was the group that Curtis Mayfield was in before he went solo. And this is a song they put out after he had left. It went on to hit number 17 on the Hot 100, but it was an R&B number one. And the Impressions were an R&B group that also did doo-wop, gospel, and soul. And just, I really like the sound of this one, really smooth. I think you'll like it too. At number 87, we have the Steve Miller Band with Living in the USA. This was originally released on their 1968 album Sailor. And then you can kind of read between the lines that it was after the big success of The Joker that they wanted to give this one another shot at the charts. And back in 68 when it came out, it was only made number 94, but this time around it made it to Switch It Around, number 49. The first time I heard this song was off of a, comp- another, a later compilation, and the line about somebody get me a cheeseburger always tickled me. Um, at number 63, we have ZZ Top with their song LaGrange. This would go on to just miss the top 40 at number 41. And I looked it up, and this is written about a brothel on the outskirts of the town of LaGrange, Texas, a real place. And the same, supposedly the same outfit also inspired the, the musical The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. As a kind of a fun fact, the Wikipedia page mentioned that the group played the town of LaGrange in the first time in 2015 at a county fair. At number 30 is the song Be Thankful for What You Got by William Devon. This is going to be another R&B number one, and it would be number four on the Hot 100. And this song is notable for the lyric, uh, Diamond in the back with the sunroof top, digging the scene with the gangsta lean. And that phrase is repeated throughout many other songs that would to come later. For example, we heard it in the lyrics of Shame, Shame, Shame by Shirley and Company. She was saying, I got my sunroof top, I got my diamond in the back. And you just, once you, it's one of those, like, once you notice it, you're just going to start hearing it all the time. But this is a really good song. And it's, you know, you could make a cheesy joke about gratitude, but it really does kind of make you think about stuff like that. 
Oh, also, the funny thing I learned is that, speaking of Curtis Mayfield, this is uploaded on YouTube and different places with the credit Diamond in the Back by Curtis Mayfield. And then people just keep having to say, like, no, that's that's not a thing. This is Be Thankful for What You Got by William Devon. Uh, number 23 is Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods with Billy Don't Be a Hero. And this was would have gone to hit number one. And this is just a very prototypical kind of cheesy 70s song, I feel like. Um, it was written by the group Paper Lace, which is a UK UK band, and it was a hit over the, their version was a hit in the UK, and then Bo Donaldson had and the Haywoods had their version in the US. They were a US band, and it was obviously a big hit here. To me, this feels like such a big uh, K-Tel Records compilation song, but oddly enough, I could never find any comp that it had appeared on from them. So it's kind of just that halo effect of cheese, I suppose. And if you listen to this was a, a story song and kind of also a almost a tragic teenage love song. Although I guess he would have had to have been 18 to be in the military. But it's definitely an, it has an anti-war message and it's ostensibly about the U.S. Civil War. But I think a lot of listeners probably applied it to the Vietnam War as well. And finally, from the 70s, we have Gordon Lightfoot with his song Sundown. And this would go on to be a number one in his home country of Canada and here in the U.S. And it was actually his only number one in the United States. And the first song I heard from him was the record of Edmund Fitzgerald. But then when I heard this song, I just thought like, wow, this really is something special. And the lyrics are just very evocative of, you know, being in that relationship that's not good for either one of you. You're just kind of making some some dumb choices. You're not thinking you're not thinking right. That's that's how I interpret it anyways. Now turning to 1983, uh, we're in May 21st of 83. At number 86, we have Martin Briley with The Salt in My Tears. And this would go on to crack the top 40 at number 36. And Martin was an English singer and songwriter and also a big session musician. And this is, has a very cool video that I got to see on the VJ Big Suit stream recently. He's kind of sitting there in his apartment singing the song and meanwhile movers are taking all of his stuff. If you listen to this song, the sound of it is very prevalent in the chart of this era. And he's kind of working that like Nick Lowe, Graham Parker, uh, Dave Edmonds kind of side of the street, in, in my opinion. So if you like those guys, check out Martin Briley. And number 72 is kind of an interesting one. It's the Canadian group Sheriff with their song When I'm With You. And this will go on to hit 71 this year in 83. Now, this was one of the songs that was part of this wave in the late 80s, and I think in 89 particularly, where DJs were kind of like, quote unquote, rediscovering these songs from earlier in the decade and playing them. And the crazy thing about this one is it sounds much more like 89. It really fits into that power ballad style that was going on, and I first heard about it on the Monster Ballads CD, and it had way more success in 1989 to the point that it made made it to number one. And a little fact I learned was that it was the first Canadian band to have a Hot 100 number one hit since Bachman Turner Overdrive with You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet in 74. So it's a weird connection between our seven, between 74 and 83 this week. Um, at number 46, we have Walter Egan with Full Moon Fire. And I kind of included this just because it caught my eye of it being a Walter Egan song. I really didn't know he had other songs besides Magnet and Steel. Looked up, looked him up. Uh, so this was at 46 this week. That's as high as it was going to get. But on his Wikipedia page, it says he's still very active in music. I think that's great. At number 39 is Christopher Cross with No Time for Talk. And this would only make it to number 33. And I don't, I shouldn't say I even really love this song, but what I really like about it is the blend between Christopher Cross and Michael McDonald's voices. They just both have such distinct voices, but they mix together in a really interesting way in this song. I really like it. 
And this was the third single of four on the album, Another Page. At number 30, we have Kajagugu with their song, Too Shy. And this was a number one hit in the UK and it made it to number five in the US, but it was really a smash all around the world. And this was the band's first single as Kajagugu. And previously they had been called Art Nouveau and then they added their singer, Lamal. Which I suppose at the time this is like a maybe a known trivia item, but it was an anagram of the, his name, Christopher Hamill. And the song was produced by Duran Duran's Nick Rhodes. And oddly enough, it beat Duran Duran to the number one spot in, U- in the UK. But they would go on to hit number one the next month after this. At number 31, we have another Brit. We have Eddie Grant with his song Electric Avenue. And this will go on to hit number two in the US and the UK. And this is about a uh, name. Here's a name with a real street in the Brixton section of London. It was inspired by a Brixton uprising in the years previous. And it has a popular video, which was shot in Barbados. And it really always annoys me that Eddie Grant is not on Spotify. And I don't know if it's uh, you know, a moral stance by him or it's just like his label jerking him around or what. But I really love this song. I definitely remember hearing it for the first time in high school and what an impact it made on me. And I learned that this was nominated for a Grammy for Best R&B Song. And our final song from the 80s this week is an Australian group, Men at Work, with their song Overkill. It's at number four this week, but it would make it to number three. This was the second single from their second album, Cargo. And my connection to this one is that we had it for Pet Band when I was in high school. And I also really liked when Colin Hay appeared on Scrubs and played the song uh, acoustically on there. And I think Men at Work, people tend to think of just Down Under and Who Can It Be Now, but this is a really strong one too. I think, uh, check this out if it's not sounding familiar to you. Well, that's all from me this week. Thanks so much. Back to you, Andy. Thank you, Rachel. Love that chart chat. Awesome stuff. Funny story about Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. In fifth grade, I had a teacher who had a record player in the classroom, and she had Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue single on 45. And every day after lunch, the entire class would work out to Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. She would stand in the front of the room, and we would follow her her exercises. And uh, we would do that every single day. True story. This has been episode 230 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Rachel from Des Moines. We love you. Peace.